Trinity Continuum Aeon Lunar Rocks is a production of Simulacra Studios. You can catch the show live on alternate Thursdays on our Twitch channel, Simulacra TV. If you'd like to support the show, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Studios. Hello, and welcome to Simulacra Studios Presents Trinity Continuum Aeon Luna Rocks. I am your story guide, Scott, and today we have Nigel playing Bram, uh, Puka, hello. Hello, Puka playing Mycelian, and uh, Murphy Thanks. playing Hanny. Hannah. Ugh. How are y'all doing today? Uh, doing good. I'm okay, how are you? Doing good. Clearly clearly not capable of pronouncing the English language, but, you know, since then is that kind of thing. Uh, anyway, so, uh, obviously we're missing Diane tonight, but that's just fine. Uh, so when we last left our punks on the moon, uh, they had been digesting quite a bit of new information regarding the world and their state in it, uh, including some fairly shady comings and goings regarding a phone. Uh, I believe you had all eventually made your way back to the, the common crash space. Uh, as a way of just, you know, regrouping and formulating plans going forward. Shortly thereafter, a, uh, a black hopper, uh, which is uh, the closest thing to a car that you have on the moon. It's essentially a, a independent uh, vehicle that can, can fly between the sections of, of the, the habitation domes, uh, arrives on the street of your, of your domicile. Uh, four obviously armed people get out of it. Uh, these are people that Frankie does recognize. So when they say in no uncertain terms that she is coming with them, it happens. Uh, she, like I said, she seems to recognize them, and they are brooking no argument, so it happens in pretty short order. And she is taken off, presumably, to meet with her father. Uh, what would the three of you be doing in the aftermath of that? Uh, pacing. <laughs> Attempting Freaking to sleep. out a little bit. It's been a long day. All right, then. Uh, so, yeah, you're eventually able to get some sleep uh, and can freak out to the degree that you can. Uh, you do get a message from her shortly thereafter, basically saying that that she's okay and that it's probably going to be a while. Well, find out what your dad knows, I guess. <laughs> I guess let us know when you know. Indeed. Uh, so, yeah. So, you guys still have um, the bang show, uh, which is pretty much ready to go. Uh, you could do the do the initial performances without Frankie. It's something. It's not something that has a lead singer position so you know you could definitely get that underway get the premiere underway that you don't necessarily need her for it because it does kind of run itself um that's something you guys could be bringing up in line you haven't set a firm release date or premiere date for it yet uh, but it is essentially with a few tweaks here and there ready to go uh you guys have reviewed the document from the aeon facility uh, but there's probably more that you can extract from that uh, if you wanted to dig into that. 
uh, and you have various contacts and other people that you can talk to. Uh, you have the the mystery of the uh, the captive question mark people down the the subterranean facility. Uh, so what are you guys wanting to explore with the time that you have? Uh, we'll start with Mycelian. I mean, as much as I would like to do right by those people who told me in that alternate timeline, mm -hmm. I suppose, at this point, that they weren't happy being there. Um, in this timeline, they're still there and they're still under. So I don't think there's really a rush. And I'm 100% into doing a show. Okay. I mean, I think we ought to. We did say we would, and you know, I think there's like a whole show, a whole showbiz saying about that. Yeah, can't disappoint the fans and all. So. Absolutely. Right, right. Uh, so you're, are you? I take it to mean then that you are getting those final tweaks done and getting the show up and running. Yeah, and I will uh, coordinate with the, uh, or I'll make sure we have the tickets for. Make sure everybody knows about the mark tickets and to let them go wherever they want. Yeah, that, that can be easily updated in the ticketing system. Uh, what about Bram? What's Bram up to? I think Bram is going to take the opportunity to try and actually enjoy the show, given that security is being taken care of by, what was her name? Um, Patience. Patience. Um, and uh, Frankie isn't here, so he's a little lost. I think he's going to try and enjoy the show and just sort of be, use it as a means of exploring his, his psionicism. Okay. Uh, that is certainly a possibility. Um, now, this isn't, this, the show that you guys are planning is not inherently a Mosian show because you hadn't, didn't have a bang not yet. not yet uh but uh, oh i brought that with me okay that's just fair. in case yeah that is something that you can certainly bring with you um so yeah so you guys heading down to the uh workspace and uh, the the, the uh, performance space and getting that taken care of then have our load in yeah absolutely so yeah you can get that done it's pretty easy to bring all the last minute equipment and such so uh, remind me what, just for myself and the listeners, because it's been a little bit, what's the theme here? What, how, does this, how is this project, how is this performance supposed to go? We took some uh, like kind of basic fairy tale story skeletons and like have different spaces set up for people to kind of walk through and rewrite the stories themselves. Um, and then as they do so, we were we basically were making it so we would be there. I believe the idea was we'd be there watching them and responding on the fly with uh, adding their imagery that they had and then story elements that they add so that each room would be like a, a page from a fairy tale. And then at the end, we were uh, aggregating it all into kind of a, a packageable experience that could be sent home with them. Or I don't remember exactly how we were going to do that, but I think that was kind of the idea. And it would be built upon iteratively as the show goes on. Okay. It was very small groups, like eight people. I think it were small groups at a time. Absolutely. So yeah. So you definitely have like that's a different that's a whole different setup than a big concert uh, kind of or club experience. Uh, so yeah. So how much lead time are you giving from uh, announcing this and releasing the tickets uh, before having the first show? I was probably actually going to suggest we try to get a few people that we know to do a trial run as our first show. Kind of a soft open so we could have something already built and uh, see where the uh, 
difficult spots are. Yeah, there are certainly people that you know. Uh, I mean, you know... Um, Other people in the scene. Yeah. I mean, by Marty you, if they want to come. I mean, you have a relationship with Rising Sion, um, from who are the, the Sainipan group. Uh, those those are the first people who come to mind since you had a, a working relationship with them. Uh, and they are certainly eager to check out. Get get first run on your, your show if that's something you offer to them. Yeah, I'll send, the, I'll send them and Marty a message. Um, y'all got any other ideas? Uh, obviously, I think Bram was going to come through, so be kind of a small group. But, uh... This almost seems like the kind of thing with which one should leverage path contact. That may be, very yes. well be a thing you could do. That is uh, my, uh, yeah, that's Marty for me, the um, mm-hmm. Muzzy oh, okay. and Bang influencer, I believe. Yeah, we can establish uh, them as your path contact yeah. uh, at this point. Uh, yeah, um, well, why don't everyone pick a path roll uh, if they want to try and leverage that uh, and make a roll for me for that to see uh, what type of folks you can get in on the first couple performances. Is that um, path plus a uh, plus an attribute? Yes. So which path will you be rolling, and what attribute will you be pairing it with? Uh, I will be rolling Wonder Root with, I think, Composure, because I'm trying to uh, put a show together despite being under uh, stressful stuff where I really want to be doing something else. Fair enough. If that's acceptable. Trying to appear. Three successes. Okay. So you actually do, uh, are able to arrange uh, for one of the first sort of trial slash premiere performances. Marty does put some time in their schedule to show up. Uh, what about Mycelian? What path will you be rolling for this? I think I want to do um, Bang Artist. Okay. Just, you know, so my contact for that is my my junk dealer, essentially. Sure, yeah. For random can, computer parts and whatnot. Yeah, you can get some, uh, see what person they can they can rustle up. So which uh, attribute are rolling with that? How how does presence strike you, just in terms of enthusiasm? Sounds good. Talking it up. Uh, one success, so yeah. maybe one guest will show. Yeah, you get one guest. You get, uh, they... Uh, through the grapevine, they get someone who's kind of a someone who is well known in sort of the technical side of the bank scene, um, who is eager to take a look because you guys do have something of reputation, you know, from your previous show, from your collaboration with Rising Sion on the Casa the Gay project, uh, as well as Frankie's real recent single. Uh, so yeah, you've got some some cachet in the in the scene. Uh, so you get one person who's pretty pretty well known to show up there. Uh, what about Bram? Would Bram be trying to to get some some notable people in on this thing, or is he just there to have an experience? Um, of the three paths that have contacts, um, uh, of the three path contacts he has, one I think is the most accessible, uh, and it's his dyad uh, um, path. Uh, is an, an old friend. They both grew up together. She wound up being uh, becoming a a sex worker and a a doc in the box. Essentially, mm-hmm. she knows enough like first aid to patch people up. Uh, her name is Malone. Okay. Um, and uh, 
I roll one dot for my path, and then I've got uh, really take your pick of of, of anything. Uh, but I've got twos and uh, both force and um, uh, uh, not finesse. What's the third one? Resilience. Resilience. So, um, and I don't really feel like cunning or dexterity would work. So I've got two dice and literally everything else. So um, I came up with two successes. Okay, two successes. Uh, yeah, she definitely shows up and she has some 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 people from her street uh, that she's willing to, to bring along uh, that, you know, she thinks might be good to have a, a good night out, uh, given that it's a more low-key experience. So you guys have some people, some, you know, people that you know uh, come by uh, for a couple of rounds, excuse me, of uh, sort of low-key premiere uh, for the situation. Uh, and based off all of your planning, all your preparation, the fact that this isn't a very hands-on experience, you're kind of like letting the algorithm do its thing with with nudges here and there, uh, The it goes well. People have really good feedback, some really good, uh, you know, positive experiences from it. Uh, and you start to garner a low-key base of word-of-mouth excitement about this. Uh, and so you, when you are ready to, like, start opening it up for tickets and sales, uh, you think the word of mouth is going to do well on this. I guess we should like maybe uh, give it a week in between so people can build up some thoughts on it and then we should uh, open it up to the general public. Or at least that's, I think we should set our, our, our official uh, grand opening for a week from today. What y'all think? What, what y'all think? I'm fine with that. I'm good with Don't that. want to sit on it too long, but uh, do want to give Frankie time to do whatever she's doing. So, you know, if, uh, if if you want to generate some buzz, we can always have someone die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you know, that's a possibility, but I guess. Well, well let's talk about somebody die. I mean, we could. All right, I got an idea. We could have some sock puppet accounts maybe mention them. They didn't see her at the thing and wondering where she is. Ooh, that's even better. Yeah, it's already working on it. <laughs> nice. Okay, that's like, that. that will drop start... a bug in Marty's ear to be like, "Hey, you didn't see our lead singer. Isn't that weird?" Anyway, bye. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wherever could she be? Ah, oh, she's mysteriously indisposed for some reason. Ooh. Yeah. So you rumors got... of the death of Frankie have been greatly overreported. Indeed. Hey, nobody's saying that. You know, uh, I'm just saying. People are saying. Yeah, so that certainly adds some mystery to the proceedings. Uh, so yeah, you definitely, after the first couple of trial runs and soft premieres, get a lot of word of mouth going on it. Uh, after the first night, oh sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, it's you. no. Oh, I was gonna pull my silly aside, and I was like, so um, I know you don't work quite the same as him, point at Brand. Um, how does your uh, what what can you do with with your with your side stuff exactly? Do you know? I mean, still, still trying to figure it out. You know, there's, there's like the poking people in the brain part. And, yeah, that's and... the part I wanted to know about. Yeah. Like, well, do you see their thoughts? Do you connect to them the way Brand can kind of talk to all of us? Like, I don't. What kind of brain poking we talking I mean, about here? I've been, I've been too busy to try experimenting too much, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's quite the same for me. It's more like, 
the thoughts that are out there um, become part of my thoughts and then part of my thoughts become part of their thought. And it's all colorful and harmonious and just kind of integrated in this really, you know, calming kind of way. That, and I think I can also shoot electricity from my fingers. Well, I don't, I don't I, think that's, that's very, probably not as useful in the context of a public performance, but, um, well, you never know. I mean, I guess what the reason I, mean, I was asking is, uh, I'll get him. <laughs> she's very, she wants to be on camera tonight. So. <laughs> I'm part of it. <laughs> I guess the reason I was asking about all that was I was wondering if we could be able to like maybe take your ability to do that kind of thing and really feedback what people are already feeling to them in a bigger way. If you and I could connect that kind of point of the bang board. I don't really have the vocabulary for all this, but. Um, You're blowing my mind out. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't really have any naturally creative ideas of my own I want to share, but being able to mix other people's together and uh you know, reinterpret them might be kind of neat. Three things. First, never sell yourself short on creativity because you've got more creativity in your little finger than most of the boneheads that I've met here on this lunar surface. Second, I'm with you. Let's plug fingers and digits and toes and whatever else into that monstrosity and see what happens. Three, I think before we do that, we should get some energy bars or something. All right. Yeah. Hey, Bram, you want to help us out with this little experiment? It might work better if we can all kind of be connected to each other brain-wise. Hell yeah. All right, let's get some energy bars and try this thing out. Okay, so uh, how are you going about trying this out? I mean, um, you're going to have an audience at first, or? Well, I was actually going to ask um, Marty and uh, anyway, and to maybe, because uh, they already know, mm. and because we need some people to be our substrate to try this on. Um. Because, guys, this will expose us because, you know, we just need people. Press, press switches and see what happens. Okay. Well, or we can you, just press you, switches and see what happens. We'll let, uh, I'll let that that path roll. Um, and I'll say that you, you set up a meeting with Marty uh, shortly after to discuss the matter because that is something that you should probably have yes. a conversation out. Oh, oh yeah. I'm not going to spring it on them without, like, explaining what we're trying. Sure. Uh, so they uh, meet you uh in shortly after that that small run of trial runs, uh, they meet you at your performance space, uh, and uh, they come alone. Uh, and I don't did I don't recall did Bram or Mice ever have a conversation with this person? I think not ringing the last time they were around. I think I hid myself. Gotcha. With my side cloak. Okay. Yeah, and before they show up, I do want to ask if I do ask if you guys are all right talking about this with them. I mean, what's what's their deal again? Oh, uh, remember that when when I when when I had my uh my, my little freak out where, where where this happened to me, it was at one yeah. of the, it was at their show. And they know that you're a Syed? Yeah, they figured me out right away. Well, if they haven't done anything bad to you, then. Reckon uh, they're good with me. So, yeah, I'm fine with them knowing. Thank you for asking. Yeah. <laughs> I um, mean, I, I, still feel, I still feel a little unsure about it, but 
Well, they will. If you do your thing with them present, they'll see it. That's the reason I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess it's got to happen sometime, right? Ah, Up to you. Like I said, we can cancel it or just ask them for help with the bang board or something if we don't want to uh, jump right in with both feet. I'll keep my my cuttlefish self closed for the time being and then maybe feel things out once they get here. Sounds good. I'm also a telepath, so you know. I uh, yeah exactly I was that's why I was kind of hoping for both of you but uh I think your uh, I think your ability to be able to connect us all will really really help yeah or so yeah all right let's do this and go off to meet go go meet Marty okay yeah well Marty comes to meet you right uh, they come to your performance space uh, just to sort of have a bit more of a casual experience uh, you meet them kind of uh, you, you meet them at the sort of the gate area of your place. Uh, and, you know, eventually you guys move your way into uh, kind of the backstage area uh, where yep. they, there's some couches. And I drop my side cloak once we're back there, once we're kind of away from where anybody who happens to be wandering around deep underneath the moon might see us. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about Bram? Are you going in you know, going in hot or are you cloaking yourself? I'll, I'll go in without my cloak up. Okay. And Mycelium is you're keeping your side cloak up? Okay. That's fine. So, yeah, they come in, they sit on some, some of your couches and kind of, like, look around your stuff. Do um, you have the bang board out yet, or? I pull it out once they sit down. Okay. All right. Hey, Marty, I got to show you this cool thing I got, and I might need your help with. Oh, my. You got uh, your hands on one of these babies. Yeah, I was able to use it a little bit. It's pretty neat. Well, I got to say, this is great. I mean... It's really hard to uh, to make one of these uh, available uh, if you're trying to be a little little clandestine about it, which I'm imagining you are. At the moment, not sure exactly when I'm, when I'm ready to go public about this kind of thing, but you're already in the know. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And she kind of they kind of look over to uh, to Bram a bit and kind of like nod and say, "So, uh, I see you have friends." Indeed. Be surprised to the people this kind of thing has opened the doors to meeting. Um, so we actually had an idea for Mosin Experience, and I kind of wanted you. Uh, I was kind of hoping you'd help us test run it. Um, well, Graham, I'm all wanna... for it. I mean, I've uh, I've pushed the, the the limits of it myself, as far as I can tell. Uh, but I've never never had the pleasure. Of seeing someone who you know hasn't been dunked at the helm, uh, I'm wondering how different that might be. I'm sure compared to what you're used to, this will be a little rough around the edges since uh, I'm, I'm real new. And honestly, now that we're here, a little nervous a little about uh, about doing this with, with, with you here. I might should have thought this through more, but um, it's all right. It's all right. We've all started somewhere. So we wanted to try kind of an experiment up. Bram, um, Bram can um, connect his thoughts to mine. Right, right. And uh, we were kind of hoping to do something where we kind of take your experience of the Muzzy and of what what we're already displaying, what we're already uh, what what we're already uh, playing, and then feed that back in to kind of create like a, a feedback loop system. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm familiar. You know, most Muzzy goes primarily off of clairsentience. But telepathy is a really good substrate, like a like a harmony to it. 
I thought, yeah, the idea was kind of working those two together. You know, it, it, it's been done, and I'm, I'm eager to see how it works with you. But you know what excites me about this prospect yeah. is the fact that you have, it seems, the potential to pull in even more uh, types of things. I mean, it's real. It's been tried before, like, you know, hitting, hooking a, a teleporter up or, you know, uh, a biokinetic up. Uh, and it's it just it doesn't jive. But to have someone who has close sentience and something else, that that intrigues me uh, because who knows how far we can push this if your limits, if you don't have the same limits as we do. You know, I don't really know. I mean, the main thing I actually do besides uh, even more than the clairsentience is uh, um, vitokinesis stuff, I guess. Really? I guess the same really? as what they do. Yeah. See, that sounds really like like a performance that like actually invigorates people. You know, one of the things I'm best at with doing with it is uh, improving emotional states of people with it. So maybe if we combine that with the telepathy and the and the vitokinesis of that, that might be pretty powerful. It might be a, an actual therapeutic performance. I think that that has legs. I think. Well, would you mind if uh, maybe um, I was thinking maybe mice could start us off with some uh, some holographic imagery that we could uh, start with, and then Bram and I could try this performance with you too. I have a feeling the more up to a point having having people to work with is the important part. You're right. I mean, we, we could we can absolutely do a test run. I'm all for that. And, uh, you know, push comes to shove. I I know some people, some people who can be trusted, uh, who, you know, are all about the new and would uh, be certainly compelled to keep the mouth shut about it. I mean, I've done a couple of secret performances myself that uh, uh, for one reason or another, I don't want the word of it getting out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some experiments don't end up very well. Exactly. Uh, but, you know, I could bring in some people, but if you want to do just a test run with just uh, just a couple of us. I would do a little practice run with just the four of us right now. I want to make sure we don't uh, hurt ourselves. Because, again, I'm very new at all this. And... Sure. Okay, sure. I want to make sure I don't hurt myself. Emma, you're going to be fine. <laughs> all right, um, well, I'm assuming you've uh, you've done some trial run here. You know, you know how to use it, right? A bit, yeah. All right, right. Well, why don't you get it... Uh, why don't you get yourself set up? I can I can look at your at your technique, and uh, sort of check out your connections just to make sure that everything's running right because they can be tricky. Sounds good. Um, so, I I like to I like to meditate a little bit beforehand. I don't know if you have anything specific rituals you go through, but uh, uh I mean I do know how to do the tikkia. Uh, that's a pretty common practice. That and uh, you know, I do like to do it myself before a show. Oh, good. What, what kind of question? I mean, all right, so that's exactly what I was going to do. Um, and I was thinking kind of what I'd look into is what kind of questions do we want answered? or do we? But if you have a better idea. You know what? I'm going think, more on emotion think, here. But... Yeah, I mean, I think I'm here as a, as a advisor and uh, someone who can, can see where things are going. So, yeah, I think you should ask something that you're, you're wanting to know, something personal, something driving. You know, maybe not you. Maybe your friends have something they're curious about that you can sort of have a little bit of distance from it. I've looked at Mice and Bram. 
I've got some things I want to explore. Um, you know, funnily enough, uh, my own nature as um, as a Syad is something that I'm I'm very curious about, and um, I've been trying to do a lot of just self-examination. I feel like I'm kind of close to something, you know. So this would be a good opportunity for that, but uh, I don't want to bogart the, uh, the 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 stage, as it were. I mean, there's four of us, so that's impossible. Mike, you got any thoughts on the uh, kind of stuff I should meditate on before we get started? I mean, ditto everything Bram said, but also because Frankie's not here, I know it's maybe a little more mundane and practical than we usually aim for, Please. but how will we integrate Frankie into the performance once she's available? All right, uh, so go ahead and what 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 question are you asking as part of your your Takir role? Because it really is focused um, on a question. Yes. Uh, because I'm trying to go for performance is less than the use the Takir role as part of the uh, as part of the performance. I think I'm going to um, ask a que a very open ended question of how do we all integrate ourselves into this world. Okay. Yeah, you know, Ice is a newcomer here, and I'm trying to uh, work with something that really does connect all of us together, even if we're not all on the telepathic uh, um, mind link. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, so go ahead and make that psi integrity roll. I think for Mice's part, they kind of want to see how it goes without revealing their own psi potential. Yes. And then they'd be like, okay, so we tried that. Now let's maybe work one more person. Rolling really, really good so far. Okay. I got three successes again. Three successes. Fantastic. Okay. So you put that out into the world. Uh, you begin to focus on it. Uh, and. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm told. I'm, I'm going to ask Nigel, Nigel if he would start <laughs> the uh, mind link with us when he yeah, gets back. Yeah, when he gets back. Uh, so, yeah, you start doing that and. Um, the bang board starts interfacing with your sound system, with your audio system, with Mice's, uh, you know, sort of algorithmic holo uh, projector. Uh, and the space uh, begins to fill with holographic water. Because um, it always comes back to that with your visions. Yeah, once I kind of come up and see the water around us, I kind of I'll make eye contact with Bram and like, you want to wake us up? So, um, does the does the board itself have some sort of means for me to connect, or is it more just a receiver? Um, it's attuned to Hannah, mm -hmm. uh, so it it it, it it's sort of side connection is through uh, through her. Um, so Hannah would be the connection. Point. Yeah. So if you were to make a network that included Hannah, that would probably, that would certainly make things work out. That's what I will do then. Okay. Um, so go ahead and make a roll for that just to make sure that you can do that successfully. So I have spent uh, hard earned XP. My psi has gone up to three now. Oh, shit. Nice. 
So uh, I'm rolling. Um, mind share is one. Sai is now three. So I'm rolling four dice. Two successes. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. So you are able to establish that network. Uh, and it's like a, it's like a cooler uh, undercurrent of water begins to flow throughout the performance space. And you feel that with that flow, a, con a mental connection start to form. And uh, so it's, is it all, is it, because um, Hannah, you have to stay with the bang board in order yes. to, to do that. And it's not something really you can carry around. Uh, so is it, uh, so, so Marty is going out into the performance space and, uh, was it Bram and Mike's coming as well, or who, who all's going out into the performance space? I would like to stay with Hannah. Um, okay. but there's an important question. Uh, Hannah, who do you want the connection points to be yourself and me yourself and, and Marty? Whoever, uh, I was thinking if we could, all four of us, if, uh, Mice is down. Um, my do my network can only do two people because I rolled two successes. Oh, all right. Yeah, let's do uh, let's do you, me, and Marty because I think having an outside perspective would actually be something I kind of want to experience with this because that was okay. my idea of bringing another person in. Okay. Then um, before Marty leaves, I will. Uh, I've I've got my hand kind of out on uh, Hannah's shoulder, and I'll turn to her and uh, put my hand out and say, "I I would like to connect to you if you're okay with that." Yeah, they just sort of very casually, like they've done it millions of times before, just slip their hand into yours, hold it briefly, and you feel a connection form. Uh, that I'll I'll let go and just kind of like keep keep centered, but still maintaining that. Okay, uh, so mice, are you going out of the in the space as well, or is just Marty walking out there? I'm gonna stay up there with the okay. other two. So the three likes to okay. be okay. designing uh, things. So, Marty goes out and uh, and starts walking the space, and, and it's at this point now that sort of the things are in the flow uh, that you, Hannah, starts to really focus on that question, and try and integrate it out into the space, uh, and there are and the, the bang board does have like sort of like terminal projections as well. That you could you can have so you guys can see kind of not the full experience but kind of bird's eye view of what's going on out there. So Hannah, uh, your vision starts to coalesce and it starts to reflect on the terminals and in out in the space, and you're thinking about integration. You're thinking about you as you are and the world as it is, and. You are also getting this sort of mental feedback from Marty as they start to go out and, and see things. And you begin to see through these like reflecting pools uh, this dance of psi energy. And you see, first and foremost, the difference in a, in a visual representance between yourselves as psiads and Marty as a scion. Uh, Marty glows with uh, 
with a singular, powerful light. Um, a light that has this, this intensity and focus to it. Whereas you and Bram, and you suspect mice as well, glow with a less focused, less intense light, but has more shiftings of color and nuance and flexibility. And you are out there and you're feeling the naturalness of your state. And as you are focusing, and as Bram, you're sort of flexing these new psi muscles that you have, both of you become aware, and you're assuming Marty might be seeing a little bit of this themselves, that the difference between the two of you is not so much into inherent nature, it is in the artificiality of the nature of Marty's power. Hmm. That there's more than just human in that. Like your source comes from a very natural, you know, as part of human evolution, but your subquantum senses and Bram, you're, you're feeling you in game terms, you're feeling your new third primary aptitude of quanticinesis. Um, really pick up on there's something very different. There's not, that doesn't, Marty does not come across by natural evolution. Whatever the Prometheus tank did to them, no path from you and the way you are exists to that. Um, and that is a very stark sort of present feeling in these like multiple reflecting pools. It's harder so for mice for you to interpret that. It is very much a very visual uh, representation because you're not in the mind link and you have your cyclot senses uh, shut down. But you do see this like stark difference between the energy flowing from Bram and Hannah and the energy flowing and emanating from from uh, Marty. Uh, you had a question, Hannah. Oh, actually, I didn't have a question. I was just kind of thinking of how I would, uh, what I would do to interpret that as part of the scene they're in. Mm -hmm. um, um, so what I'm going to try to do is uh, through the through um, you know the visual med uh, medium, I'm going to try to make it so that uh, Bram and my lights uh, kind of harmonize as a bioluminescence in the water, and I start showing uh, and I kind of start to like sculpt into the uh, into the imagery of it. Marty's as um, She's like a gazebo, or they're like a gazebo on a path above the water with a very bright art with a bright artificial light. Mm -hmm. um, but trying to make the path still look very harmonious, that you can see both that and this, but they're very different from each other. And uh, try to start interpreting that through the bang board. Okay. Um, and as you're doing that, you're like the the water from under you starts to like seep up, seep up into like the floorboards of the gazebo, and. Um, I'd like both of you to roll for your subquantum sense uh, of capability. 
I think that's just gonna amount to a to a psi psi plus the psi plus one roll. Yeah. Oh no, I didn't succeed and I botched. Uh oh. Psi plus one is forty ten. I have one success that explodes. So one success, and I have to bring my dog back in now. Okay. So sorry. No problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Hannah, you you get lost in this. Like you're trying to find a, 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 a harmony here, and that alien, unhuman artificiality that you're sensing in Marty really starts to grate at you, and and like you're feeling a, a wellspring of fear start to bubble up from you, and it's starting to cascade out into the performance over the mental link. Uh, and we will tell Nigel what he experiences. And Mice, you are seeing, you're starting to see things go wrong. Uh, in the, in I'm, the... I'm inclined to, to say Mice might just drop their cyclope and try to plug in and you know, salvage the, the performance if that's a thing. thing that can happen. Uh, so yeah, you, the Hannah being the one wielding the board like you, uh, Bram, you definitely feel something going wrong with Hannah. Um, and you think, uh, you, you have, you catch a glimpse of something, a, a truth in this mire. Uh, but you're also feeling the things starting to fall apart from, from your connection to, to, to Hannah. Um, mice, are you dropping and, and getting yeah, into the Yeah, why not? Yeah, just go okay. for it. Okay, so your cyclope drops, uh, and uh, what are how are you trying to salvage the situation? Well, first, uh, a cat is going to walk across. Well, yeah, of course. Um, so, I guess well, between Hannah and Bram, who seems more like approachable at the moment, is Hannah like zoned out or? Um, Hannah's uh, composedly freaking out on the inside. I think from that description, okay. like yeah. it looks pretty composed. But you could, you know, you know yeah. her, you know us. Uh, and Bram, yeah. are uh, what are you focusing? Are you focusing on the 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 glimmer of revelation, or are you focusing on your freaking out friend? Um, the past several days have very much been on the course of discovery and understanding. Um, but one of my aspirations is to hang out with and get, get to know Hannah better. So I'm going to follow the aspiration and put the revelation to the side and make sure my friend is okay. Okay. Uh, I want to, I want to reach through, um, the, uh, link and, um, yeah, just see if, if there's anything I can do to try and like steady her waters. Okay. Um, her holographic water. Her holographic waters, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, you see Bram go and, and like you can tell that they're in that telepathic simpatico and you see uh, him go to her. Um, and you can tell like things are starting to like whatever sort of harmonic waves that are producing this result out there are they're starting to stabilize, but that means that whatever constructive interference 
was was going on is also starting to dwindle. Uh, what would you be doing in that moment then? So, um, I mean, I guess I'll say I'll say to Bram like, "Oh, mind if I tag in and try and establish a mind link as well?" Um, okay. At least to to start. Uh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead and make that telepathy roll then. Uh, it's psi plus mode, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, one success. Okay. Yeah. So you're able to basically slip in. Um, and then I'd like you to roll for subquantum sense as well. So psi plus one die. Uh, no success. No successes. Would you like to spend any momentum? Do it. Uh, sure. How many do we have at this point? Uh, you have five because Hannah botched. Uh, I'll spend two. Sounds good. That suits people. Yeah, I'm good with that. Oh, hey, nice. A nine and a ten. Nice. nice. Very nice. And another nine. So three successes. All <laughs> right. I just failed. So what happens uh, is as Bram goes to Hannah to try and, and calm her, uh, and you know, as that sort of that peak of constructive interference starts to dwindle, you open up your subquantum sense. You open up your awareness of the 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 whole the totality of quantum senses and subquantum senses that allows you. And you see a state between Marty's powerful but artificial uh, mastery over Psy and uh, you all, your uh, you know, dimmer but more wide-ranging state of Psy ability. You see a, an enhanced Psyad uh, state. Uh, and the revelation is that nothing about the process that Marty went through, the Scion process, precludes them being able to multiple act, multiple uh, wide-ranging, powerful expressions of Psy. So it had to have been deliberately designed that way. So... With their help, I kind of realize I'm getting lost in my my kind of Hannah's kind of old fear and anxiety of uh, being seen and not having a place in this world and having a place imposed on 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 them. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I want to actually try to uh, activate my uh, iatrosis um, relief okay. uh, for anxiety, but I want to try to do it as part of the performance so it would cover all of us who may be affected. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and do that. So that's my I roll my vitakinesis for that, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Like it. Uh, three successes. Yeah, you you sort of synthesize the moment. Um, your you feel it flow through you and over you. Uh, um, you know, smoothing out your anxiety, smoothing out your fear, uh, and it crashes out through the tele- telepathy crashes and and begins to be represented out in the hologram uh and there's this moment of perfect clarity amongst the three of you and amongst marty where that thing that mycelium just realized crystallizes in all of your minds and you feel in over those of you who are connected to marty feel like this breaks through something in their own mind 
mm-hmm. and like you get a huge wave of feedback of it would be like upset if it were not for the Vitakinetic uh, smoothing of it. Uh, but it is definitely surprise at, at, yeah. at that sort of understanding of artificiality and imposed limits. And I, uh, feedback both our relief and surprise into the system. Yeah. And it, it does wave and, and um, for ju- like it, it goes out and there's these, this beautiful scintillating um, ripple in the holographic water and eventually Marty does kind of like raise their hand and like 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 taps out. Up, 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 mm-hmm. I, I, uh, yeah, I just miss it. Um or I, I I let the uh I take my fingers off the bang board or however it is you Yeah, you you, you will it, you will it to stop doing its thing. And they take a moment out in the space, look around, and then make their way back back up to the uh backstage area. Before they get into the room, you guys Talk about anything. Kind of got away. Kind of put the side cloak back up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll probably both realize Hannah just kind of realized, figured something out about herself in that in that little moment. But um, I, I will like hold like I'll I'll shift from like touching your shoulder to actually holding your hand. You all right? Oh yeah, and <laughs> I'll. Time it so I was, yeah yeah it kind of got away from me there sorry about that um thanks Whew. all right heady stuff yeah I mean that was thanks, that was intense I felt I felt like my whole face opened and then I was touched on the inside of my face gross but yeah that seems accurate you all right gross Graham. but like in a in a pure <laughs> way <laughs> I'm okay yeah. Uh, Marty uh, opens the door and, like, kind of collapses onto the, the couch where they were previously sitting. Marty, I'm real sorry about that. Didn't didn't mean for that to get away like that. Oh, um, no, no, that's fine. That's totally fine. Um, that's powerful stuff, combining all that like that. Yes, very much it was. I think there's definitely a future in this, but... <sighs> eh, maybe under, like, supervised settings. <laughs> most certainly, most certainly. Uh, maybe, maybe not probe too deeply uh, into the fundamental natures of our abilities. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, I'm, I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around that because we've always been told that it's the way it has to be. I mean, depending on where the chambers knowledge of them actually came from i guess i can kind of understand why somebody might want to limit growth of uh growth of these powers like this but also kind of an outrage right yeah it kind of is like we could be better we could be more than we are and and i get i i mean i'm assuming we all felt the same thing that the 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 deliberate nature of the design yeah that's uh that's what i picked up on um that I mean, something distinctly alien about the way yours is in general, but we know, you know, obviously it comes. That's something that's imposed on you. Sorry, what was that, Bram? Well, I mean, we know that the chambers were designed by, you know, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, that 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 Cassell, the guy, Cassell's Wheeler, and Barano. 
were the yeah, three yeah. Architects. So like we know that there was you know a human element in them, and well, maybe that was the point. Maybe they were like, hey, here's this thing. This chamber makes it better and bigger, but we can only do it in this you know direction. Well, you might want to ask uh, Frankie when she's back around about uh, uh, about whether or not that was at, whether or not the chambers were actually designed by them. She's got her own theories on that one, I think. And even if they or, did design them, how trustworthy they are, I'm sure she could. Oh, they were working them. under artificially imposed constraints as well. That's some big questions, my friends. Some big questions indeed. Something yep. I need to look into. You know, I'm not. Uh, well, you know, they say in uh, in over at the school that uh, you know even if you leave the school, no one ever really leaves the school. So uh, I suppose I could call up some old friends and the like and, and make some inquiries, but uh Yeah, I don't I don't know if you want to get more rope, roped in I don't know if you want to get roped into whatever that might cause. I don't know. People keep telling me this is all gonna kick over some kind of ant's nest and I definitely felt I, you yourself I remember that, saying that to you specifically <laughs> and I don't I don't particularly understand what I meant when I said it, but I do feel that it's true. And something about this feels I think we might be getting a bigger picture of the nest. Yeah. Well, I'll say this, though. If I do this again, or for other people, I'm definitely not going to uh, look into those specific questions. Uh, yeah, yeah. It might let's, be a little too much to just lay on someone. Spend some thoughts about something that might be a little bit more, you know... Uh, 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 mundane. Mundane or, or uh, broadly applicable. Yeah. I it certainly has legs. The thing that you did with your... Uh, your your healing ability that that I felt that was that I was think, new. I think that's the part I'm real interested in with the with exploring with this. Um, I feel like that could be uh, something people really enjoy and you know brings especially after scary things like the other day. Kind of uh, comforting. And, just, and I felt, I guess I felt a little, a little something. I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. Kind of looks over to you, Bram, and says, Bram, what what can you do? My primary mode, uh, aptitude, sorry, is uh, telekinesis. The telepathy is, um, it's not as strong, but it's its there. They say, um, can I take a look? Yeah. Uh, and they close their eyes for a moment and then like open them up a little too wide and look at you. See, this is the weird thing with you lot. You know, when I look at, at others who've been, went through the process, there's one strong, definitive, this is what you are. But I see, they blink a little bit. I see three in you now. Three strong, like, core power abilities and, and resonances. I, I see the, see the, tele, the telekinesis. I, I see the, the psychokinetic. I see the telepathy. And I see something that I've never felt before. But theoretically, I know what it is. It's uh, the, the, the quantum kinetics. Is that the thing that lets me, like, hide myself from you? I suppose. I mean, the, the Chitrabranu, before what happened to them happened, I mean, that's what I, that was their thing. And, you know, we haven't seen that in quite a few years. Could they hide themselves from, from other scions? 
yeah, that was one of their uh, one of their their main abilities, uh, the sort of core experience. I I didn't ever meet one. You know, they're very rare, from what I can tell. And then, as far as we can tell, all of them died. In a really tragic thing, but I can feel it. The fact that I can feel something in you that feels like it's there and it's supposed to be there, and it's not something I feel because I've gotten around. You know, I've 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 looked t taken a gander at any any and all sort of scion I can t take a see. I've never seen one of them, and I'm seeing this thing I've never seen before in you. So I'm assuming that's what it is, and that's yeah. wild. That makes sense. It, you know, your logic seems sound. Um, yeah, I. It doesn't feel like something that I can touch very deeply. I know it. It shines about as brightly as the other two. I just see that, uh, and she like looks over to um, New Hannah, and they say, "I I just see the Viticanesis and the Classentians with you." I mean, and she kind of looks. Yeah. Lo they look over to, to Mycelium like, "I'm sorry, we're leaving you out of this, uh, friend." Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> but yeah, this is crazy. abilities are as uh, powerful as any of any of my my own uh, abilities for sure. Um, yeah, I guess. That's really interesting because you know I, I mean you know I can do the cloak thing as well, but I don't yeah. think I have anything else going on besides what you know what we already know. I don't know. I mean, you definitely. I mean, Bram, I can tell you're strong, uh, but yeah, oh. I, I I can't really. I don't really know. I can't. Like I said, I've never really spent any time with a quantum kinetic, so I can't really be that too authoritative on it. But it feels like that's what it is, and that's. It was a real tragedy that we lost them because their abilities were really, really amazing, particularly in conjunction with Viticanesis. Uh There are so many people who have this corrupted... And they're the ones that can, like, change matter into other matter. Is that right? Something Sorry, like that. Sorry, my school is not great on all this. I have to... Something like I, that, I need yeah. to do some reading. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of information out there from a sort of, like, scientific... They were big into research and, and experimentation, um, but from what I understand, it is only through combining viticinesis and quantokinesis that some of these poor people who are afflicted by quantum flux diseases can actually be healed. Well, wait, say what? Yeah, I mean, you know that the aberrants, like, just by doing, being around and doing their things, they make people sick, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, like... Some of those diseases can't be cured just with viticinesis because they're too tied up in the corruption. I wonder if it'd be possible for Bram and I to combine our abilities, even though we're different people, because since we can connect to each other's minds. I can't say. I don't know. I know it's pretty easy for me to hook up and meld my abilities with another scion, but. Uh, huh. I don't know about the th I don't know about the two of you. Could could you try to meld your abilities with mine? I mean, you know, hey, we're we're sitting here having a you know having a having a chat. Why not? Yeah. Um. What, what we want to try? To, well, 
All right. How well, does that work? Well, well, it, well, let me walk you through this. I mean, it's, it's something that I've done several times with other scions. Um, they kind of lead you through just like a quick, like sort of set of mnemonics and um, like very quick meditation techniques uh, to walk you through the uh, Psylink ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you feel, especially with the, the te- with, it's very easy over the telepathic network to do so. Uh, and you feel each other. Uh, you all have to spend a side point, those of you who are doing it. Yeah. Uh, and you just feel like this connection forge. Um, now, the way the rules work on this with Syads and Scions, it's not as robust a connection as the, the Scions have with each other. Uh, mm-hmm. So you really don't... You don't feel that sort of touching and melding of powers... Um, in fact, you don't feel much, much of that at all. Uh, but Marty says, Marty kind of like puts their hand on, on, uh, the edge of the couch and says, that's different. That's different. That's, oh, oh, that's, that's a jolt. I feel power. Like there's just, it's not so much. I feel your abilities touching with mine, but I feel more powerful than I feel normally. Like in the sense that you have access to mine, or in the sense that yours is enhanced, or both? They kind of like center themselves, like, no, I feel like, let me, let me try something real quick. Please. And, uh, they close their eyes, and you sort of, over the telepathic connection, you feel their senses expand um, to an incredible degree. Um, like you begin to, oh, yeah, like, that you gain one side as well. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, they use a psychonavigation power, mm-hmm. uh, and you feel through, through them, you used to begin to gain awareness of the solar system. <laughs> hey, oh, I'm coming yeah. I go. Neat. Uh, yeah, it is something like, and they and they start to like, look around and say like, yeah, I can normally do this, but with, with you guys at my back, I feel just, I feel more, like I just have a bit more, more oomph. You guys have any, uh, I, any, you guys have any plans you want to check out? Yeah, actually. Um, <laughs> what was, was it? Or was that research rings, Or was it sat, what, Saturn, yeah, what was that research? Saturn's rings. Yeah. How about we take we? How about we take a gander at some of the Saturn rings? You know what? I I I I love to take acid and look at Saturn rings, but so here we go. Uh, like that. Just as a question, mm-hmm. is this stuff that only Bram and Hannah can currently see? Uh, no, you got into the telepathic network, so you can you can do it. Okay. Um, oh, we do have your cycle. I'll, I'll let you in on it. Yeah, it's fine. We'll, okay. we'll let it slide. Cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh, he's gonna be so jealous. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Rubbing it more. Uh, yeah, so you feel their perceptions narrow down, uh, and you see this sort of panoramic view of uh, of Saturn and its rings. Um, and you do have that. You do have those coordinates that Frankie found. Uh, it shouldn't be too terribly. Uh, if anyone, someone wants to give me a science role, if you want to prompt them to look at that specific part of Saturn's rings. 
trying to roll, but there's a cat in the way. Okay, here we go. Bram has no signs. I do try to feel if I have any control over what we're seeing, or if we're only, or if uh, Marty's just no, you... amplifying, but using me, but using mine. Yeah, Marty is very much in the driver's seat here. Yep. Um, Probably gonna, like briefly a little, a little car sick at that, and then. I have two successes on science for. Uh, yeah, if you want to do so, you can feed them kind of some some astrogation data to focus in on that that area of the rings where you believe that stage that station is. I'm trying to think of how to. It's you know it's fine. I'll drop the cycle. Well, why not? So okay, let's oh, go okay. for it. Well, so like hey, by the way, I'm here too. <laughs> yeah, they kind of like mm, step up straight, like cheeky bugger. Uh, could you focus on that that little shepherd move right there? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna take a look at you later, though. Um, and yeah, they focus in like you feel your mind's eye uh, focus in on that area, that sort of that that particular ring and that particular orbital uh, trajectory, and sort of well concealed amongst like several like you know uh, uh city block sized chunks of rock and ice uh you see a station uh very just moving silently out in the stars um it looks to be pretty pretty big um you know it has a, has a, a dock to it you see several space stations in it spaceships docked to it uh, there doesn't seem to be any markings or anything on it. Like, there's no symbols of uh, of any organizations or the like. It seems to be kind of a what you would assume uh, a black site space station would look like. And there I'll it is, damned. just out there. Can you can, can we tell more what that what that is, uh, Marty? I heard that we were um, swamped. So through the connection, can I use my telekinet telekinetic senses to try and get like an idea of its shape or its its dimensions? Any like details that we don't necessarily see from our current viewpoint? Uh, yeah, go ahead and make that roll. It will be more difficult than normal. I'm gonna have a plus two difficulty on that a... roll to try and get any information about it. Yeah, so I'm gonna use some of that momentum. Yeah, telekinesis inside gives me a six dice pool. How much momentum do we have? We should have three right now. Three. Yeah. yeah. How much do you want me to spend? Uh, up to you. One or two. I'll spend I'll two. Have one just in case. So I will spend two. I'm rolling eight d10. And that is a failure. Not a botch, but a failure. All right. Well, that adds a momentum to the pool. So we still have two. I have. I have an idea. Um, so with electrokinesis, potentially mice can see and possibly decrypt any emissions carrying information that might be leaving the station. Ah, okay. So, uh, so once again, that'll be a plus two difficulty or... to try and make that roll. So that'll be your, uh, yeah. How do, how do people feel about just using those other two momentum? I'm fine with you doing it. Let's. I say we go big. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Poor Marty. <laughs> Just laying a lot on them right now. Yeah, they're, they're having a blast. This is this is fun. <laughs> cool, cool. 
So so psi plus mode plus two. Yeah. No. No. Not plus two. But it is also yeah. at a plus two difficulty, so it means you're going to have to right. roll a, a total of three successes to get any effect out of this. I got two tens, so that's a start. Oh, Let's see go. what that does. Uh, yes, it's an eight. Okay. Three successes. A... What? I do have to also roll cunning plus enigmas to actually decrypt anything. Yeah, so. that, that's true. Yeah, you you see a string of data, uh, uh, like being like on on some sort of transmission medium that you're able to like snatch out, uh, and so you have a you have a data packet that you can try and analyze if you want to. Um, in the meanwhile, Marty is uh, scanning in deeper. Uh, I did a roll for them. Uh, and they are uh, analyzing the, this thing, and it it looks like this this place has been designed to be a sort of nondescript and like a, as big of a black box as one could possibly make it. So getting like firm details out of it are pretty difficult. Uh, they do start to sort of peer uh, inside the facility. Uh, and sort of the the first layer that they're able to detect in the interior of it uh, is jarring, but not in a sense of something's like like wrong or scoop spooky about it. It's just really weird to see like early twentieth century architecture inside of this thing. It, it it looks like a old style like interior uh, of of somebody's like house or business in like 1920s architecture and design. Uh, and did you roll to decrypt that? I did, three successes. Three successes, okay. So you grab that data packet uh, and I gotta think of something juicy for you. Uh, What you get out of that uh, is a, it looks like it's a portion of a report uh, regarding, uh, it's an update from the chromatic uh, war. Uh, and uh, it is sort of a back and forth um, conversation that describes a situation where uh, forces on the ground having a confrontation uh, between themselves not something like not, not one can describe as, as allied but non-hostile chromatics uh, as well as hostile chromatics and what can only be described as a ball of plasmic light uh, that seems to be ordering and controlling the hostile chromatics. Mm. Um, Interesting. Uh, and shortly after you've decrypted that, uh, something that all of you can 
only assume is what looking like looking like your own cyclokes and be from the outside, the whole area goes blank. Cuttlefish. Yeah, it uh, it, I it there's just nothing there. Oh. And Marty kind of backs up and says, "What? The f I think I think, I think uh, we might have got gotten made." made. <laughs> uh, what do you reckon that means? Something good, I bet. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, oh wait, wait! I got an idea. Um, and I find uh, I have a sense of the biggest thing that I can move. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I want to do is I want to find the biggest rock that's nearby and I want to push against it. Um, I, I want to deflect it such that um, there is uh, over time, I, in, in my mind, I envision there being like a new gap will open in the rings. Okay. But all I'm doing is just pushing one rock out one line, which is going to cause a chain effect of bumping into other rocks. Okay. Uh, make that sci uh, telekinesis roll. Uh, it will be that'll also be at plus two difficulty. Okay. And you know, what what is right. the biggest scale? Like what's what? Uh, how does it describe the biggest thing you can move? Uh, let me look at my powers. So. Scion can change an object's kinetic energy in a specific direction and change its velocity. Accelerate a car before uh, beyond its normal maximum, force it to come to a stop. Um, Scion can increase or decrease the speed of a target within his range by one speed scale for every two successes. If used in space, the Scion can increase or decrease space speed by a maximum of one by spending three successes. The Scion can target objects of his size, parameter, or smaller and in, can increase the target size by a maximum of plus one by using additional successes. So something that is size one, I should be able to manipulate. Uh, I think your size parameter, it might be larger based off your side rating. That is a that is part of like the many different little, little fiddly bits of psi uh, in the beginning. I'm wondering if it's possible to share academic knowledge so that mice can like transfer a textbook on orbital mechanics over to Bram to help. <laughs> like push I mean, it you, here. You can if you're part of the telepathic network, you can communicate with yeah, me. Yeah, you directly. can. I mean, I'll I'll give it I'll give it a roll if there's a role to be given. Uh, make a science roll. Yeah. Because I have two successes. Okay. I'll, I will tell you right now that that is not enough to overcome the <laughs> difficulty uh, being imposed. Uh, so uh, I will say that you reach out and it is very hard just because you're reaching so far and like you're, it, it's a shot, it's a shitty connection because you're not fully in sync. Uh, and like you like, you, you like telepathically feel a big rock, like, but it just doesn't move. More of a stroke than a shove. Yeah, more of a stroke than a shove. But you, but it is strange to sort of like tactily feel a space rock millions of miles away. 
Uh, Mar- yeah, Marty's like, you know, I think I think we're going to shut this down. Probably uh, look for the best. Yeah. Uh, don't know what we're dealing with. Uh, what? So you had me look at a very specific part of space and there was something there. So that elicits my curiosity. Yeah. So, you know, she's not here right now, but our friend's like really into conspiracy stuff. And she had like. I've been talking about a rumor there was something there out in the rings of Saturn, and recently she found those coordinates, and we've been curious. So, didn't expect to see anything there, because she has a lot of crazy ideas, but we did. She'll be really excited to hear about that. I'm a little scared. Uh, I will say, Mice, you, yeah, part of your your um, your ability, you can like uh, take that data and put it onto like your mini-comp. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like I said, it's a it's not like video or anything. It's a con- it's a conversation, like sort of like a report conversation, being dictated uh, of that scenario happening. Uh, and Marty's like, kind of they kind of like lean back, like pulling themselves back into their own head, and then uh, look over at you, mice, and says, uh, "Was wondering why they had someone who didn't really feel like much in this conversation." Well, everybody needs a token baseline friend, so I thought I'd play the role for a little while. I have many. I have many. Um, but all right, that's fine. I understand secrecy is uh, is important to people, privacy and the like. Uh, but it is interesting that there are three of you uh, grouped together. It is, right? Uh, you know, I've come to find that in this crazy world of ours, people touched by Psy, by the Noetic Continuum, it's not too wild that they start to find each other. There's a... There's a, a, a pull to these sort of things. Yeah, it's kind of like gravity. A little bit, yeah. Right, well, you lot continue to be very interesting. Uh, I definitely think we should try out some of your abilities. Now, like I said, I can get some people who I know will be discreet, uh, who will, you know, consider being a part of something new, uh, more than adequate payment to keep their mouth shut until you're ready to go more public with it. I really like that. I, I, I... Like I said, maybe uh, next time we'll go a little, a little. Like we said, next time we'll go a bit more mundane. So. Uh... Yeah, yeah, maybe something a bit more cinema. Yeah. Right. Well, I am going to get myself back up uh, the the well a little bit, uh, and I'll leave you kids to it. This has been fascinating, uh, and I'm certainly eager to see what will happen next with you lot. Thanks a lot for being part of that experiment. No, Feel free to come update. to our show next week. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I loved I loved the preview, so I'm sure the premiere will be fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. Now we got some more to build on because that's absolutely. kind of part of it. So absolutely. Thanks for that too. All right. Well, I'm going to let myself out, and you kids have a nice night. And we're going to take a break on that. Nice. See y'all soon.
All right, well, welcome back to Simulacra Studio Presents Trinity Continuum Aeon Lunar Rocks. So, after a very successful but incredibly upsetting and, uh, and jarring revelatory muzzium bang experimental session, uh, our punks on the moon find themselves with a bit of free time in the week upcoming the premiere of their new show. Uh, so, what are you guys focusing on uh, while you guys sort of get the, the get the premiere spinned up? Um, I want to try and make money. Bram has a severe need of funds now that he no longer has uh, a steady paycheck from uh, from uh, the mob. So <laughs> he's going to try and find some odd jobs or something, something that he can. Um, do to earn some some reasonably you know decent money. Okay, uh, noted. Uh, what about Hannah? What would Hannah be up to? Um, I am going to be uh, actually just working on Buzz for our show, like doing some little like popper like my using my sock puppet accounts do some little paparazzi stuff about you know <laughs> has Ricky been spotted? Is she going to be there? She wasn't at the soft premiere, and um. You know, basically, and just didn't really kind of dropping little hints to hype people up about that. Okay. And if Bram needs help with anything, I'm happy to uh, help out with that. Sure. Uh, what about mycelium? Yeah. What about mycelium? Uh, mycelium is also into the idea of making money, but when not actively working on that, is going to continue crafting the storybook apparatus holographic thing and okay. seeing about maybe integrating that, like working with Hannah to get that integrated with. The bang board, gotcha. the okay. Bang board. Uh, okay, so ready to do that as part of the show. We could try it, but yeah, <laughs> it doesn't take much convincing. Mean, not, not necessary. We can save the bang board for the next show, but you know, let's see what we can do. I mean, it's kind of like you know, working working in the space on on off hours would be a thing. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah. what type of job would Bram be looking for? How are, how are you going out and and looking for jobs, or what what are you focusing on? Well, I think that's where he's going to find the most difficulty is everything that he can think of uh, is something that comes from his criminal background. And not so much like a thing he can do, but a, a, a channel he can tap or a, a resource he can call upon. And the last thing that he wants to do right now is step on anybody's toes. So... I'd say there's probably a good solid day where he just like he starts and then stops and then starts and then stops. And that might be where like he reaches out to both <laughs> Hannah and Mice for help. So how how does he how does he broach the subject? How do you find work? Good fucking question. I mean, you know, I got I mostly live off, uh, you know, UBI and what we make from our shows. Um, yeah, they ain't really got to cut it. I mean, I got to make sure my mom's got space, you know? So. Yeah. Like, Speaking of, I, mean, I want to talk to you about something with her, but we can we can do that later. Um, as far as making, I mean, there's always looking up for uh, day jobs on OpNet. I mean, there's plenty of uh, there's plenty of posting boards we can take a look at. I used to find you know volunteer opportunities that way when I was younger. Probably find paying position, pay, paying uh, odd jobs on there. There'll probably be lots of like helping, you know, haul away something. I mean, 
I can do that with, you know, uh, might not find like shooting people type jobs. Well, I don't know if you want to do that in front of people. Or if you do, I don't know. Are we just out with this now? Not sure. I don't I don't think they often ask for shoot shooting type jobs on the opnet. I think that's that, what I'm saying. That kind of uh, work probably wouldn't find that way. But if you're just looking for like no, regular no, daily, I wouldn't wanna no. I wouldn't wanna do that. No, let's try those things. Where are they? Show me. Sure. I'm start pulling up some, uh, you know, moon Craigslist. Twenty yeah, second <laughs> century like, Craigslist. People move or list. Uh, you know, babysitting. I don't know. I don't know what people do. Uh, yeah, yeah I mean, so I here's the thing about the future: the vast majority of labor is automated. God damn it. Uh, yeah. Um. So most work involves like uh repair and maintenance of of you know automated machinery uh you know monitoring them uh there's a lot of like white collar stuff like like programming the machines and like and and you know getting them to to work in a more efficient routine for doing their jobs um service work is out there uh i mean like the rich people uh, who could very well have like a fully automated, you know, robot cleaning staff and, and stuff uh, will pay people to do that job because there's a degree of prestige to it, uh, you know, but that's actually fairly competitive uh, because if you don't do as good a job as a machine, then why would they hire you? Mm -hmm. um and there's a there's a degree of classism in that as well um so yeah i mean it, it's it's that is sort of you're running into the dilemma of young people everywhere uh in in this solar system of what do i do to you know get beyond ubi make money to 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 do things and there's that's why people get higher education. That's why people go out and, you know, try and join psi orders, even as neutrals. Um, uh, you know, Let me that's, talk to the IRSA for you. I mean, that's a, <laughs> you could definitely okay. join the ISRA, but they're not necessarily a thing that pays very well. They're a massive volunteer. Like, you'll be taken care of. Uh, and you know, it, it, you can talk to your mom about joining the ISRA and her and have her getting, getting care, care, taken care of, but that's some more of like joining a monastery kind of thing. There's um, also the fact that that Bram asked for advice from a couple of members of an underground punk art collective. That's true, yeah, yeah. not yeah, exactly I'm rolling. Just, I'm just talking yeah. about like, I have a tattoo that says live for free or die, so yeah, uh. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean that, that I'm just describing the dilemma of young people everywhere. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it is, well, I mean, probably like the closest to where you are in terms of things, there is work on the docks, um, uh, just because there's so much traffic going in and out. Most of like the heavy lifting and stuff is, is managed by machines, but they always need a physical presence of people there, um, for, like I said, maintenance and monitoring of that sort of thing. Well, maintenance, not so much my thing, but monitoring, monitoring I can do. 
yeah, I mean, you can, uh, yeah, that's probably the first thing that comes to mind uh, that is available. Uh, but the thing about that is that is long hours of just basically sitting in a in a row of uh, in a row of terminals uh, going through camera feeds uh, looking for error messages or er error error signifiers. And just like over the course of like a couple of hours of him of him looking and like kind of going away and then coming back it's just like oh I I think I fucked up. I don't think I should have left. <laughs> I mean there's a reason have people you... like become prime. I know you everything I keep thinking of like I mean I just kinda wanna rob something, you know? Well there's always that. How about presenting yourself as a security consultant? You don't actually do the security, but you can advise people on who they might want to contact, what kinds of muscle they might need. That way you're not, you, you actually could provide work for some of your former comrades rather than stepping on their toes. I have no idea if this is a thing people do. I'm just a kid from the downside. No, no, that makes sense. That I might, mean, um... you already have, you know, some. You already have experience in the entertainment world for this kind of thing. We can start building you an opnet presence, and or uh, you know, and some business cards. Uh, hmm. Yeah, and you know, there's still. Um, I can still provide means to connect with uh, with people. You know, uh, yeah, I. Well, I wouldn't necessarily advertise out loud, but uh, let people. Drop some hints with that one, and I think people pay for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think I could do that. Um, Maybe you can yeah, get questionable so, government contracts. Come on, man. I don't think I'm really I good mean, with the whole paperwork well, stuff. So. There is a we'll war starter, but uh, rather you not go off to that. Yeah. I'm sure that pays. Oh yeah, every other every other ad page is join the legions, or you know FSA military service means citizenship. Nah, I really ain't my speed. I mean, I'm, you know, <laughs> look, I'm a soldier, but, you know, not quite like that. Also, you know, I don't really want you to leave. No, no, I, no. Um, no, well, no, I like I, the idea of putting out your shingle as a security consultant. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. I think I could do that, you know. Um, yeah, like sort of talk Obviously, about security with people and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, make me a culture roll. Almost said culture war. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. Yeah. Start a culture war. Actually, have a culture. Um, I was gonna ask if I could also uh, help with this since uh, sure. I imagine it's probably already uh, researching like how to... to do cunning, uh, culture cunning. Sure, yeah, do it. All right, that is 7d10. So, uh, first, I, I give him uh, extra dice, or do I give him enhancement? Um, you would give him enhancement. Oh, perfect. All right. Do you do you want extra extra enhancement? Will this happen to have anything to do with low gravity or locked or gunplay? Uh, no. or all three. Gunplay, sure. Okay, then my specialty will provide an enhancement. I will also so. give you two enhancement. Oh, right. well, 70, sure. oh my god. Oh my god. One, two, three, four, five, six. 
That's six successes before anything else. Okay. Well, you're going to find a good job. So six successes plus two from Murphy and however much my specialty gives, plus two or plus three. Uh, what's your what's the total skill in that um, specialty? Aim is three. Uh, so it'll provide one enhancement. Okay. And also two. For okay. Me. So. Oh, two for mice? Yeah. Yeah. That's 11. Holy shit. Personal security. I think that's our biggest. I think that's our biggest role in this game so far. Absolutely, it is. Finding so, a yeah, part-time you, job. You actually have yeah, finding a job. You actually come upon a number of postings. They're they're not like you have to go pretty deep into like like you start at start at future Reddit and future Craigslist, uh, and then like you go to like various other other places um, that you know more and more specialized sites for these sort of things. But you're able to navigate them fairly quick, fairly easily, uh, and you do find a couple of postings for like security personnel. Uh, you know. Um, uh, uh, at, you know, various, like, uh, corporate offices, uh, some, like I said, there's personal estates of, you know, wealthy people who are, you know, like human servants uh, as their, uh, their thing. So you find some of that. Uh, and, like, one of the things that comes up, in addition to all of those very viable ones, you, ha you find a posting... Um, that like it jumps out because you see the salary range on it, which is ridiculous. Uh, you like when you're like kind of going through the um, uh, areas around the docks because you were still looking at that area as well. Uh, and you see a posting, and the reason, like I said, the reason you're clicking on it because the salary is ridiculous. Uh, and it is for it is it is flagged scion only, uh, and it involves operating jump rings, which jump rings are pieces of biotechnology that are basically mini stargates that that, uh, that link places in the solar system. And they require a scion to be attuned to it. And that's going to raise there all kinds are of questions. Way like like just based off of the the like salary expectations and like the number of people asking for looking for this like the number of of scions to pe uh, people who want to to feel their jump uh, have regular access to their jump rings is there's a huge disparity in it um i try to look up more information on these things like what would be required of me do i have to be a particular kind of scion Nope. It seems like it like this is a thing like like doing a little bit of looking into it with that ridiculous role. Like this is a thing Scions do in their off times, like just to bring a little money into it. It's a very safe, cushy job for them, uh, you know, and when they're not doing other Scion stuff, uh, they literally like hang out in a room and feed Psy into a into this like apparatus and get paid fairly well. They leverage their rarity. And, like, you're pretty sure you could physically do the job. I, I'm, I'm like, looking between uh, Anna and Mice. I'm like, all right, so, like, this is this is a scam, right? This has got to be bullshit, right? Scamming people with size seems like a bad idea, right? 
I, there's, yeah. there's no way. This is too easy. Well, when you don't, well, here's the thing. When you have a skill or a resource, I guess what we do is a skill. Can't learn it. I don't know. When you have something that's rare, people pay for it, right? That's why artists make money. Well, people, ideally. You know, program thing. Well, yeah, it's true. Well, yes. I guess. Um, yeah. Uh, well, we hang on. Okay. So, like, yeah. I, okay. Presuming I do, and, and I might. I need to know, uh, I need to be able to say what I am, you know, because I That's can't go. That's the thing, right? Because uh, what kind of credentials do they look at? Do they just have you, like, demonstrate your ability, or do they need to see, like, that you're part of one of the orders, or whatever paperwork they give you when you go through the chamber? Not sure on that one. Uh, do we need to a, fake something for you? Once again, writing off of that role, there's a spectrum. Uh, of like, yeah, we need to see your re- re- credentials. We we need like at the very least, we need to know you're in good standing with a sci- with your psi order. Uh, you know, you know, highly secure thing. And then there's closer to your old life end of things of someone who's gotten their hands on a jump ring uh, and want want its its regular use for, you know, things that they don't want to want questions asked for, and thus are themselves unlikely to ask questions about mm-hmm. that is more my speed mm-hmm. i will i will send a uh, a message out to a couple of those okay yeah um you get pretty eager responses uh uh from uh like i said it's, it's more closer to your old life so like you kind of you kind of get the smell of uh, you know you know people who are tied into the business uh, of it, but the, they seem to be eager to set up a meeting with you uh, so that you can prove your uh, your verifieds and get you set up on a shift. To this this may not ultimately help things, but to give uh, you all and the audience an idea of where Bram's head is at. Um, Bram, his primary contribution um, uh, to the Vikings was in the form of muscle. Um, you know, he was a he was a a, a, a very good shot, um, and and he was just really good at, at at hurting people. He was good at being intimidating. Um, so. The stipulation of of his retirement was, um, if I recall correctly, kind of to not do that stuff again. Mm-hmm. But don't do that one thing you can do. Well, and this is this is legitimately a different thing to Bram. This is not what he did for for for, for the Vikings. This is kind of a totally different thing. In in some ways, and maybe because he's been reading a little bit of like Isra's, um, uh, like you know stuff, just like waiting in like waiting rooms, he's, he's like I'm kind of a new person, um, and so like in his mind, this would not be uh, stepping on too many toes. Um, if you were like breaking kneecaps or or you know flashing his piece to like get somebody to, to you know off up that'd be one thing but if he's sitting there essentially operating a piece of specialized equipment that doesn't really seem like it's 
Like, if we were talking about it, I'd be like, well, is that something you ever saw any other Cobras do? If not, then you're fine. Ah, no, no, I didn't see them do anything quite like this. I mean, you know, every once in a while, you know, uh, I'd see um, Zephyr, you know, he'd fire up a, a backhoe, and, you know, he'd, uh, he'd go to down on some, some rocks or something, but nah, nothing like this. I mean, I'm sure they'll, I'm sure they have a system of which they let you know if you're in trouble. That's how you go for it. Yeah. And you know what? The money I'm making, I'll give them a cut. I reckon that'll smooth things over if it has to come to that. Do you yeah, owe them right. that? Uh, it's not a matter of <laughs> if they think that I do, then yes, I do. Uh, yeah, so you are able to set up a meeting uh, kind of at a out-of-the-way shipping and receiving uh, facility. Uh, and you know, they, uh, they show up, uh, and, uh, they kind of like, uh, they're, they're, they're very happy to have an applicant for this sort of thing. And they're like literally unboxing the, the, the jump ring, uh, because they, it's a situation of like, we got this thing because we got it, you know, don't ask questions. Now we, uh, be able to now we can actually use it. So they're like they're bringing it up, they're setting it up. They're like everyone's like reading like these instruction manuals. Uh, so it takes a good hour for them to set it up. But once it's set up, they like they follow the instructions to get you formatted to it, and you feel this connection to it. And it's just this thing that is eager to accept Psy being channeled uh, from you into it. How much psi does it need? Um, essentially, it, it needs psi every time it's activated. Okay. My uh, full, uh, when I am fully charged, I'm, I'm, I got seven. Okay. So, yeah, you, they, they check out out. They don't really check out your, uh, and they don't ask for like psi order membership or like freelancer guild or anything like that. They just seem to be very happy to be able to use this particular toy. Uh, and you fire it up, and you, uh, uh, they do a test run. Like, they contact someone, uh, um, you think probably on Earth. Uh, and they uh, set up a, a – so some, clearly someone on Earth has one of these as well. And they, like, coordinate it. You feed it a bit of psi, uh, and a, a large package sort of just pops into existence in the middle of the siring. And they're like, excellent, let's talk shifts. Because obviously, you know, uh, we've got to coordinate times, and they go through this whole, like, semi-legitimate employment ritual. For their semi-legitimate shipping business. Absolutely. Uh, so with that established, with your, uh, your fairly ridiculously cushy job established, uh, what about Hannah and Mice? What would you two be up to in addition to helping uh, <laughs> helping Bram get a job? Well, aside from it, it occurred to me I should also ask about that intercepted report. Um, ah, yes. And just see. So, is it just? Yeah. It I is, mean, is it a recording or is it text? Um, it is a yeah. It is an audio file um, of someone like. After you think about it for a little bit, you're thinking that someone was receiving like interstellar telepathic communication 
and mm-hmm. were like and they were talking out with what they were being told. So it's kind of a, it's mm-hmm. it's also it's an audio along with a like text transcript of of this conversation. Just for just for shiggles, Mice is going to try and use the the storybook okay. hollow thing and, and basically reconstruct a simulation of what's being described just to have a video. Yeah. Because why not? It's pretty broad because you don't really have a lot of details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're able to project out like, you know, what you think the surface of Chrome Prime might look like, the image the couple images that you've got have seen of what chromatics look like, and this weird ball of plasmic light that seems to be the center of whatever whatever situation is being described. Mm, intriguing. Uh, and as you're sort of looking at it, it even this like abstract like imaginary projection of it, it it gives you the gives you the chills. Like there's something about it that does not feel right. Mm. I'd like to send a missive to the ISRA and specifically whoever the one was that we were talking to when looking at that chromatic sculpture. Sure, yeah, thing. that guy. That guy. And just see about getting like a meeting at some point after the show. Sure. Because yeah. this is definitely something I want to follow up on. Okay. Yeah, you send a message to him about that and he absolutely would love to talk with you after the show. You had some very helpful insights. Uh what about him? And then back to playing with the synth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um, Moog. I um, will probably want to spend a lot of time working with the bang board to get better at it and to get mm-hmm. better at controlling um, what I put through it, not getting lost in it, um, and uh, trying to combine it with my other abilities. And when the others have time, you know, with their abilities as well. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, I do pull... Um, I kind of wait for a time when Bram doesn't seem too stressed out and uh, kind of pull him aside for a chat. So, uh, you got a minute, Bram? Always. What's up? Um, all right. So, you know, you know, I do the vitakinesis thing and I've kind of been, been getting pretty good at it. Like, kind of recently feel like I've been getting better at it, even though I've been using it a whole lot. Sure. Um, do you think your mom would like if I tried to, uh, uh, regenerate her legs. I mean, I saw that her equipment was kind of old and I can't really do anything about that or get new equipment, but I could try and see if it would help her. I mean, I I don't want to assume her own senses. I mean, I would, you know, I would never get rid of my glasses, even though I easily could. So, but if it's something she'd want, I would offer it. I would have to talk to her, but um, you understand she would have to know about you well obviously i i mean we're kind of look people really important people already know about us not that i'm saying your mom's not important but i'm saying people with the political abilities know about us now so i'm not as concerned honestly at this point it's not like i want to be out in public you know doing doing my thing yet but i'm not really too worried about that anymore like that's a thing you can do i don't know um, it'd also be a bit of an experiment, but I, I think so. I feel like I can. I've been able to, I've experimented with some small stuff with like plants and things. And, um, from what I've been reading about it, like, I, I think so. It might take me a few tries cause I'm new at it and, and all, um, and we don't have to do it right away. We can wait a little bit, but I just wanted to put, I just wanted to give you 
let you know I'd be willing to if that's uh, something she wants. Hmm. Well, yeah, it looks so awkward at this. I um, I really appreciate the offer, and I'm gonna talk to her about it. But no, anyway. I yeah, um, let her know it's definitely experimental. I don't get her hopes up too much because, like I said, even if I can do it, it, might take a few tries. And I'm new at this kind of thing, and you know. If you have this kind of skill, you should be using it to help people, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll talk with her, and um, I'll let you know. All right. Thank you. That, that's really um, that's okay. that's really uh, very generous of you. Thank you. <laughs> Just gives you like a, a very awkward hug, and then goes back to uh, <laughs> well. I'm going to practice some more. See you after work. All right. And on that note, I think we're going to wrap up uh, for the evening. Uh, as you guys are getting ready for the show and, and settling into some new patterns, uh, let's go ahead and look over our XP chart here. Uh, did anyone achieve a short-term aspiration for their character? Yes. Uh, I wanted to uh, configure uh, out uh, combining abilities with Bangboard. I think we did some of that. Okay. I think I did both of mine. Make some quick money and hang out with and better get to know Hannah. Absolutely. What about and I have learned learn more about Psy. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, you definitely all get one and all one for each aspiration, and then uh, one for all of you getting it. <clears throat> uh, did anyone achieve a long term aspiration? Next time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. Okay. Um, yeah, I need to get a drink of water. I'm sorry. That's fine. Take your time. Yeah. I still have this long-term aspiration of creating a truly innovative piece of hollow art. I'm like, this show, whenever this show happens. <laughs> I think we can accomplish that. Yep. Sorry about that. No, we're fine. You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I just, I, I, uh, apparently I can't talk for long hours as, uh, as much anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, no long term aspirations. I uh, do definitely believe you believe, used all of your momentum in a, half of your momentum in a scene. We did. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll get that. Uh, I don't quite think you've gotten a story milestone or a group, so we'll go ahead and leave it at that then for XP. Uh, so, uh, does anyone have anything they'd like to plug before we head out for the evening? Uh, vote. Oh yeah, um, please do. Yeah. Depending on when you are getting this, uh, voting may be very imminent, so please, please, please go out and vote. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it, uh, vote fucking Democrats, because... Um, yeah, man. Sorry, if you watch this show and that, that is an opinion that surprises you, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, we're punks on the moon. Yeah. We're punks on the fucking moon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wholeheartedly agree. Um, uh, in addition to voting, I'd like to definitely plug Beyond Electric Dreams, uh, which is my youth culture nexus, storage path nexus book, uh, around which this game is pretty much built. Uh, so I eagerly would like everyone to check that out. Uh, please rate and review. Uh, that definitely helps me uh, get more visibility on it. Uh, and that helps me just, you know, feel better about myself. 
And it's a pretty rad book. And it's it a pretty is. fun book. Uh, also, if you'd like to support the show and the channel, uh, you can, of course, uh, follow us here on Twitch. Uh, but the best way to do so would be to become a, a patron at patreon.com slash Simulacra Studios. Uh, that's the most direct way of helping us out. Uh, so until then, I'll see see everyone in two weeks and have fun being punks on the moon. <laughs>